Likute Sikhis, Volume 21, The Sikha Purim, Title, Jerusalemites versus Babylonians on Public Service. Upon the verse in the Megillah, for Mordechai the Jew was second to the King Ahasuerus and great among the Jews and accepted by the majority of his brethren, the Talmud comments by the majority of his brethren, but not by all his brethren. This teaches that some members of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish court, parted from him. And because he occupied himself with community needs and was therefore compelled to neglect his Torah study. The Talmud does not suffice with this teaching from our verse in the Megillah, but continues with, quote, Rav Yossi said, studying Torah is greater than saving lives, as initially, when listing the Jewish leaders who came to Israel, Mordechai was mentioned after four other people. But at the end, he was listed after five. This is taken to indicate that his involvement in governmental affairs, instead of in Torah study, lowered his stature one notch. And the Talmud brings proof to this counting. At first, it is written in the book of Ezra, quote, who came with Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Reliah, Mordechai and Bilshan. So Mordechai is number five. But in the end, in a later list, it is written in the book of Nehemiah, quote, who came with Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Remiah, Naamani, and Mordechai, which means that here he was number six. Let us understand what the Talmud is talking about. First of all, Mordechai was one of the Sanhedrin which served as the body from which all of Jewish law came and therefore was occupied with studying Torah the entire time. However, secondly, after the story of Purim unfolded and Queen Esther revealed to King Ahasuerus who Mordechai was to her, meaning her uncle, then I quote to you from the, from the Megillah, the king took off his ring and gave it to Mordechai and I quote another verse, Mordechai the Jew was viceroy to King Ahasuerus, seeking the good of his people and speaking peace to all their seed. Therefore, Mordechai, now a public servant, was and was forced to lose from his Torah study time. This is what the Talmud is talking about, that some, a minority versus the vast majority, parted from him. Simply speaking, it seems that this minority disagreed with what Mordechai was doing, feeling that he shouldn't have accepted the position of public service and remained completely occupied only with Torah study. Some questions. Number one, we are speaking of the Sanhedrin ruling that Mordechai shouldn't have given away his Torah study for seeking the good of his people. So why does the Talmud need to bring other verses of other Torah books to prove Quote, studying Torah is greater than saving lives, end quote. Question number two, why was Mordechai demoted but one level from listed as number five to number six when his being pulled away from total devotion to Torah study should have removed him entirely from being in the Sanhedrin? 
Lastly, question number three, either Mordechai should have proven that his behavior is in accordance with Torah, or he should have resigned from public service and returned to only studying Torah. The answer lays in the wording, quote, accepted by the majority of his brethren, end quote. Torah law follows the opinion of the majority. However, one, in Torah law, when there's a majority and a minority, the minority must subordinate themselves to the opinion of the majority, with one ruling remaining upon all of them. Hence, why did the minority still, quote, parted from him, end quote, when the majority was in favor of what he was doing? And a second question, the two statements of the Talmud are now in contradiction to each other. As the first rules that, that Mordechai was right, being that he was accepted by the majority of his brethren, taking from his Torah story time for saving lives. While the second statement says, quote, stating, studying Torah is greater than saving lives. So now we end up with an argument between the two statements when it seems to be that they're just the same opinion strengthening itself. The Talmud states, quote, some members of the Sanhedrin parted from him, end quote. It doesn't say disagreed or another normal terminology is we're not pleased with him. It just says parted. Why? Because they did not disagree. Even the minority did not disagree with what Mordechai did. Only that they felt that it was not a way for them. Hence, they parted from what Mordechai was doing. The explanation. After departing from Russia and settling in Poland, Rabbi Yosef Yitzhak of Lubavitch called a meeting of rabbis and community leaders to work for the betterment of the situation of the Soviet Jews. Among those who were invited to attend and to get involved was Rabbi Yosef Rosen, the Rogachava genius. Now, in response to the request being made of him to take from his Torah study time for, quote, seeking the good of his people, end quote, the Rogachava genius explained, quote, the Talmud states the sages taught the early generations of pious men would wait one hour, pray one hour, then wait one hour again. Now, since they would spend nine hours per day in prayer, right, three hours each for the morning, afternoon, and evening prayers, how is their Torah preserved? And the Talmud goes on to answer, rather, because they were pious, they merited that, their Torah is preserved. That is the Babylonian Talmud. However, in the Jerusalem Talmud, the answer is, quote, because they were pious, a blessing was given within their Torah. Now, Rashi explains the is preserved of the Babylonian Talmud to mean in their hearts, for they would not forget their studies. While the Pnei Moshe explains on the Jerusalem Talmud's version, a blessing was given as, and he, he explains this to mean, they were successful in understanding and becoming wise immediately and were not needing to wait until they understood. So there was a blessing, not just that they were preserved, but they had a, a blessing in how quickly they understood. Now, 
He continues, the Rogachova gone. According to the Babylonian Talmud, while, they, while what they studied and understood at a normal pace was preserved, nevertheless, there was no novel addition to their Torah study. While according to the Jerusalem Talmud, there was the unique novelty that what would normally take a while to understand, they would understand immediately. Now, however, concluded the Rogachova gone, being that, the law is according to the Babylonian Talmud. Hence, my, my participation would cause a lacking in my Torah knowledge. Hence, I cannot give up my time of Torah study. Even for this noble cause of working for the betterment of Soviet Jewry. Now, I would suggest that this is obviously because there were others to do the work. But he himself had to focus on his purpose in life, which was Torah knowledge. Now, the difference of opinion between the Babylonian Talmud and Jerusalem Talmud is based on the different study approach of each. The methodology of the Babylonian Talmud is, I quote to you from the Talmud, here upon the verse in Lamentations, he has made me dwell in dark places. Rabbi Yirmiya says, this is the Talmud of Babylonia meaning with an elucidation process of taking and throwing, shaklavitarya, questions, answers, and contradictions as one who is searching in the dark. Now, the study methodology of the Jerusalem Talmud is, and here I quote to you from a book of the Mittelter Rebbe, quote, as one who sees something in the light, end quote. Therefore, the Babylonian Talmud only speaks of, quote, their Torah is preserved, why? Meaning they would not forget their study, but not of, quote, successful in understanding and becoming wise immediately, end quote, which is contrary to the Babylonian Talmud's methodology. It's about working your way through in the darkness. It takes time. However, the Jerusalem Talmud speaks of, quote, successful in understanding and becoming wise immediately, end quote, which fits perfectly with its quote, as one who sees something in the light, end quote, process. Let us now return to Mordechai, majority of his brethren, and some members of the Sanhedrin. The great Sanhedrin of 71 judges presided in the huge chamber of the Holy Temple were appointed from the small Sanhedrin of 23 judges that were based in Jerusalem, or at least of the land of Israel. It is therefore logical to say, especially in the times of the Mishnah and the men of the Great Assembly, that they were aligned with the way of the Jerusalem Talmud. This was Mordechai and the majority of his brethren. However, there were also some members of the Sanhedrin, the minority, who came from Babylon. For example, it says Hillel came up from Babylon, and also we call Rabbi Nussin, Rabbi Nussin the Babylonian. And more. Now, these minority who were who would be aligned with the methodology of the Babylonian Talmud, Mordechai and the majority of his brethren, being of the Jerusalem Talmud's format, were of the opinion that Mordechai can be seeking the good of his people and still remain on the Sanhedrin, being that quote because they were pious, a blessing was given within their Torah. However, the some members of the Sanhedrin who were Babylonians and would only have had the quote, their, their Torah is preserved, parted from him 
not getting involved in the seeking the good of his people. Nevertheless, Mordechai was lowered a notch, being that he lost of his, quote, whose Torah is their vocation, end quote, status, of which, quote, studying Torah is greater than saving lives, end quote, even if, quote, a blessing was given within their Torah, end quote. For studying Torah in itself is greater than saving lives. And yet Mordechai and majority of his brethren felt that Mordechai should lose of his stature in order to save the lives of Jewish people, being that, quote, he, King Ahasuerus, was wicked from beginning to end, end quote. And no one but Mordechai could successfully save the lives of the Jewish people, being that Mordechai the Jew was viceroy to King Ahasuerus. So too we find and I quote to you from Tanadve Elio Raba, quote, They, the great Sanhedrin, had to walk and tie iron ropes around their waist and raise their clothes above their knees, and they would return to all the towns of Israel, in all of the places of Israel, and they would teach Israel, end quote. Now, even though that when the great Sanhedrin left their place in the huge chambers of the Holy Temple, the power of the great Sanhedrin was weakened. Nevertheless, the primary mandate of the great Sanhedrin is to tend to the needs of the public. So too, Mordechai embraced a descent in his status among the Sanhedrin in order to serve Sanhedrin's primary purpose of tending to the needs of the public. The Lesson the Rebbe guides us to devote of our Torah study time to service of the public. Even though we are but of the category, quote, their Torah is preserved, end quote. We must, quote, live the Megillah, end quote, be a Mordechai, who was, quote, viceroy to, viceroy to King Ahasuerus, end quote, and be, quote, seeking the good of his people and speaking peace to all their seed, end quote. Now, and if Mordechai did this to save the physical bodies of the Jewish people, how much more so we are to sacrifice our own quote-unquote completion in order to save the spirituality and soul of our fellow Jew.